you go through bad times in life, that winner inside will tell you, all will be well. And as I journeyed as a small child, and I went through this harsh world all on my own, I've got to realize that even family members, loved ones, will disappear away from you when things go a bit tough. Many of your loved ones will even come against you. Even your friends will use you for a season and disappear again. Sometimes you will question yourself as to why people are disappearing from your life. Many a times you will question, but why God? Why am I all alone? Why cannot I not be a part of the friends any longer? But every time you pray to God for your life to go well, I believe God intentionally removes people from your life. They were there for a season. They have now removed them. They had to fulfill what they had to fulfill. But now God is taking you to a new level in your life. We see it as something negative. But I promise you one thing. Through every negativity that you go through, through every dark cloud, through every storm, the power of God is right next to you. As a child, I did not know this. But as we put down my journey into words, it's absolutely amazing as to how Elaine Walji brought out the power of God in my journey. I never knew for a second that this fish truck that I was squeezed into, sorry Henry, it's not a fish truck, I'm just referring to the words. Just now you might be looking, where is that fish truck that Jason traveled in, you know? It's not here. I promise you one thing, when I got into that fish truck, I had no idea that God was taking me to fulfill my purpose in a different city. I had no idea that God's eye was upon me as his child and he made my entire family squash into that fish truck because of me. He, I had to fulfill a purpose, but I could not do it where I was. And even though I was five years old at that stage, God knew the plans that he had for me and he put me in that fish truck because he knew that my children cannot afford to send my child to fulfill his purpose. So I will arrange someone that has a fish truck to put them all in and to go and fulfill his purpose. But during that entire journey, I was just enjoying myself in the fish truck. I was just loving it as a child. I mean, my, my mom and my siblings, they saw the harsh realities of the fish truck because they were adults. To me, my dad was here. We were just going to dad. We were just going to where he is. And that's all what we wanted. So when I got here, and as you'll read through the pages of my book as to what happened in life, as I became an adult, as I started developing a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, I realized the importance and I've realized how important it is to have him by my side. You see, I've been let down many a times by people that was very close to me. And this is what breaks you the most. The ones that you love, the ones that you look up to, those are the ones, if they have to say harsh things to you, it pierces through your heart. It pierces through your soul. It breaks you down. And I can tell you one thing. In life, I became like dust in the ground. That's how broken I was. And I remember when I became like dust, I remember saying these words.
I don't know who was looking at me at that point. I hope no one was watching me because I was walking and I just said to these words, I said to these words, I said, whoever is out there that wants to see me fail, you have succeeded for now. I've turned into dust. But I can assure you one thing, that my Lord Jesus Christ will turn this dust into the highest mountain for me to stand on top of it. I will not give up. I will push through every storm that comes my way. I will fight through every storm that comes my way. The more you knock me down, the more I'm going to stand up. The more the enemies that will look at me to say, he's knocked out, he's knocked down, but I'm not knocked out, I shall rise again. Now I'm going to tell you, you know when I talk, I go in all different directions because I've got so much to say. But the reason as to why I chose this title, he changes everything. I think we had a couple of names for the book. We had a couple of names for the book. Every time I said, this is the title. And we're still writing the book. And then all of a sudden, I have a name change. And I have some great revelation to it. And I said, this is the name of the book. And then we settled with, in the shadow of his wings. We settled with that name, in the shadow of his wings. And when we finished the book, I sat down one day. And I looked at this book. And I thought that my Lord Jesus Christ is my Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. So it is fitting that I give him the glory by saying he's changed my entire life. So I had him the Alpha at the, at the beginning. His name, he changes everything and it's sealed off at the bottom. My life is not over as yet. I'm still here. There's a greater journey ahead of me. But when my life became so close when it came to God was that I saw as, as, as a teenager growing up, we all, my dad always told me one thing. He said, Without Jesus Christ, you are nothing. Now, as a kid, we've always had that in mind. Always. So whenever we're going through bad times, we know to pray. We go into good times, we pray. But this was not an intense relationship that I had with the Lord. I just knew Him by name. Whenever I was in trouble, I called Him. Wherever I went, I called Him. As a small child, it was in me that God was always protecting me. And as I grew up, and for the first time in my life, when I saw the power of God manifest in another person, I got to witness it. I got to see something. I got to see the, the presence of God working on somebody while there was praying taking place. And I sat back and I used to smoke cigarettes at that time. You know, you're not your naughty boy when you're growing up. Don't judge. We all were You know, and you know, I was smoking cigarettes. And every new year, I'm just going to go bounce about. About every new year, my brother and I will say, you'll take the packet of cigarettes just before midnight and squash it up. We throw it in the bin. It's over. It's done. It's 10 minutes into new year. Let's check the cigarettes out when it's located in the bin. Sometimes it's squashed up. We go to the closest garage and we buy a packet of 20 cigarettes. It happened for years. But it took one miracle for God to do. And when I witnessed it, I still remember I smoked one cigarette from this pack. And I said, Lord, I've seen your glory and I've seen your miracle today. And today, I sacrifice this for you. I didn't even throw it in the bin. I just put it down. And I never touched a cigarette again. It was my personal choice that I decided I'm not condemning anyone that smokes out there. Absolutely not. 
It's my personal choice. It was my sacrifice. Something that I needed all the time. It was my sacrifice. So I said, I'm done. And I was done. And then I started my journey with Christ. I wanted to know more about Him. I went into the Bible. I was just drawn to the Bible all the time. The greatest book that I've ever read was is the Bible. And I simply loved it. And I just drew more and more and more. And from knowing Jesus, I started forming a relationship with Him. I started to, to know who He is. I started to feel His presence. I started to have revelation of certain things in my life as to why it had to take place. I would not be standing here today if I didn't go through all the storms in my life. I would not be writing this book if I did not go through all the storms in my life. In fact, for many years, people told me to write a book because I give motivational talks, but I just never saw the reason of doing it. But I believe at the appointed time it happened, and it happened. And when I started forming a relationship with God, it became, I don't want to say a habit, but it's in me, it's built in me every single morning. I've got to call God in my life. Every morning. I've got to call Him to say, I'm awake, come. I'm not going to put my request to you. Protect me this day. Deliver me this day. Protect my loved ones. Wherever I go, whatever it is that is out there, remove it, scatter it. Give me strength to overcome whatever I need to overcome. When I started going through problems in life, I never ever prayed to say, Lord, take away the problem. I said, Lord, give me the strength. Let's go through it. I ain't afraid of any storms in my life. I've been through way too many. I've been like dust to the ground. And I built myself up through Christ. I have God by my side every single day. And I believe at a blink of an eye, He can change your life as well. I truly believe that God plays the most important role in your life. You can try things your way. You can keep on trying things your way. It will work for a season. And then, it will turn around. It will turn around. You see, when Malayne says, whatever Jason has done, has become successful. As a radio presenter, when I was took, I did not even dream of becoming a radio presenter. Absolutely not. Um, I was MC in an event one day. It was my first event I was MC. I could not afford to pay an MC. So I decided, I remember the MC came to me and said, his fees, I think it was 8,000 Rand. <laughs> this was a few years ago. I mean, 8,000 is a lot now. Imagine what it was then. <laughs> So I look at this guy and I said, okay, I'll get back to you. <laughs> now I'm thinking, I never budget for 8,000 rand for an MC. I thought maybe 250 rand or something, you know. <laughs> Everybody's got a voice. And I thought to myself, you know what? I've got a voice. And I said, Father, anoint this voice. Anoint my words. Now I formed a relationship with you. No one just knowing him, now I've got a relationship with him. I said, Lord, touch my tongue, that whatever word I say will be find favor upon every eye and every ear in the place. I pray that whatever I speak, may the power of the Holy Spirit intercede on my behalf and may it project out there. And I do that every time. Before I came to speak here, I went in the back. I was already coming into God to say, anoint my tongue. The time is coming where I have to address your children. I do that all the time. And when I did that the first time, there was the operations manager in the, in the audience and she came to me and she says, you make a great MC. 
And I looked at this woman and I said, impossible. She said, you make a great MC. And I said, I mean, a radio presenter. And I said, no. She said, just come to my office on Monday. So I go to the office on Monday and I sit down and she says, when can you start? I said, I don't even know how to present. Then she said, she will learn. And I said, but you don't even know me. She said, I don't need to know you. I've seen you uh, perform in the state. And by the way, I have a standing ovation just by MC. And I turned it down. I think it was about six times or seven times. I can't remember now. I kept on saying no. No, no, no. Not for me. And then one day she says, just come for the training. That's it. If you don't like it, go. I said, okay. Out of respect, I went for the training. And I sat for one hour. Now there were other people in training. They were sitting the whole day. I'm like, one hour, good enough for me. I'm gone. I'll come back tomorrow. I went back tomorrow. The third day, she says, right, Jason. Now on Thursday, you go live on air in the evening. Just relax. Be yourself. I've had three hours of training on the whole system that was in, front, on the, in, in the studio. So I get there that night. And I was the only one there. I was literally the only person that was in that radio station. I had a chance to go inside the studio. So I go in and I'm looking at the board. I'm looking at the screens and I'm looking at the time. And it's like, it's almost time to go on in. <laughs> I had three hours of training. One hour per day for three days. I'm now sitting in front of the radio station, well, the whole desk, operating it all about. All about. I said, Lord, let's do it. And we did it. If anyone hear me say the news today, you'll always hear me mess up the news. Always. As I tell you why, I'm going to give you a quick story why I mess up this news. From the book to the news. Listen. The News editor at that radio station told me I make the perfect news reader. Wait, well, hold on. Who listens to my news in the morning? Do you agree with the perfect news reader? Absolutely not. No, you can't agree. Because that English words become French when I'm reading it. I don't know what happens there. It's like just rather give me Afrikaans out, but I'll do a better job. But I promise you, I read it, people. I generally read it, people. It's like whatever I see, I say it. You know, who's gonna know? They might think they're wrong. They might think, oh, is this how you pronounce it? So anyways, I'm sitting down in the radio station and they said, you print it out, you sit up straight, you hold the news in front of you and you read. So I'm preparing myself. And here comes the news sign. So I sit up straight, I've got the news in front of me and I've got that serious face. It's news sign coming up. And here we go, look at that, look at the hour, on top of the hour, hit the news button. And there we go, I'm saying the news. I'm saying the news better than any CNN uh, news reporter. I promise you, I was like on top of the world, putting CNN out of business. I'm reading it full of confidence, full of confidence. I'm reading it after I read the news. I realized my mic was off. side of the way he's saying it's on, carry on. I'm reading it but there's a conversation happening in here. Is the mic on? And when the conversation is happening in here, whatever words is happening in here comes out in the news. It's not even there. 
and I promise you, as dumb as I am, I'm really like a tomato after seeing the news. I'm like, shoo! I was a bad one. I voted, as Elaine told me, uh, I mentioned, I'm the top five presented in 2018 in South Africa. But if they ever hear me say the news, they'll put me right at the bottom and say, oops, I'm sorry. But, but that, that, that is, you know, just the news story. But how I get spotlighted wherever I go, unfortunately, I pick up many enemies. I don't have to do anything. I don't even know half my enemies. In fact, I don't even know 90% of my enemies. Many people will talk bad about me and they don't even know me. I don't even know their name. Many people will have all these discussions about me. Do you know Jason's like this? Do you know Jason's like that? Do you know Jason's like this? And yet I don't even know them whatsoever. Unfortunately, this is a harsh reality that we live in. And I'm here to give you some news today. I don't say good news. But there are many people talking bad about you as well. So never ever think you are on cruising this lifestyle all or good. Because the more you rise up, the more you are spotlighted, the more your light is shining, and the more you will be attacked. I found out things in my life as to why certain things didn't work out in my life. And I always thought to myself, we'll try again. We'll try again. But as I'm trying again, I don't give up, I always try again. But I've realized that there are people that is intentionally putting obstacles in front of you for you not to achieve whatever you want, and you have no idea about it. Now, the reason why I'm bringing all of this up to you today is that we do go through trials and tribulations. But one thing I have realized in my life is that God is constant in my life. And He is about everyone. He's about all things. And if I go to Him and say, Lord, guide me in this world, I have no doubt in my mind that God is guiding me. Sometimes I use my human wisdom and I make decisions that I think is a great decision at a specific time, only to find out it possibly was the worst decision in my life. You need to be very cautious and think to yourself, not just because you know God, look, I'm making this decision, let's go. No. Having a relationship with God, you've got to talk to Him all the time. You've got to really talk to Him all the time. Not, okay, God is with me, let's do it. Absolutely not. He does not. Many people do that. And many people have failed in, in, in achieving their task. And then it breaks you into pieces. When something is not working out in your life, you'll think to yourself, but why God? Why did you start questioning God? But it's your decision, it's your wisdom, it is you that have thought this way and you went down that route. But if you've got to consult with God and say, Lord, help me, show me the way. When Henry says, Jason, let's choose the 6th of December, I wasn't sure. I walked out here, I went home, I sat in front of my PC, I designed a poster, I said, it looks good. I sent it to Henry, he says, perfect. I said, let's do it. I said, God, now you in control of it. Take full control of it. And as we were building up, I think there was about 45 odd people that cancelled. That could not be a because of staff parties. And then I spoke to Henry and he still said, maybe we can do it next week. And I said, you know what? It needs to be done. So shall it be. One, two seats. There's still more people coming. Anyways. So yes, the importance that God has played in my life gives me the ability to reject every negative word out. 